and welcome to the Lactation Land podcast. I am your host, Alex Wachelka. I'm an international board certified lactation consultant, mother of two, writer, speaker, educator, and passionate about all things pregnancy, birth, and feeding babies. I'm here to guide you through your lactation journey and provide you the evidence-based information you need to make the decisions that are right for you. This podcast is a blend of education and support for parents and professionals. And if you're ready to learn more about lactation and breastfeeding on your terms, and I can't wait for you to join me. Welcome back to today's episode. Today is all about the top-up trap. So we're going to cover what that is and why it can be harmful. And I'm also going to share my personal experience with it because it was something that I went through with my first baby. So The top up trap or the top off trap is when a baby is being topped up with some formula after feeding, but it's being done just in case to make sure they're full. So this is where it can become a trap. It's when it is done just in case is when it can actually be harmful advice. So if that is coming from a provider and they're suggesting just in case, um, it can actually be harmful if you haven't seen an IB CLC, which is an international board certified lactation consultant. And I want to be clear that this is different than if you're not producing enough milk. So if your baby needs to be topped up with some, with formula, with donor milk, because you're not producing enough, that is totally different. In that case, your baby does need more milk or formula, and you should absolutely have a customized plan for moving forward, whether that is continued combination feeding or using donor milk, or there is a plan to bring up your milk production provided you know, you've found that root cause and ruled out the issues for a low supply. But that requires the expert support of an IBCLC. So the top-up trap is when you give baby some formula, after they feed at the breast, either because you're just not sure if they're getting enough or there was an ill-informed professional told you to do that just in case without actually assessing the entire picture of what's going on. And this unfortunately is one of the ways that breastfeeding journeys are unintentionally sabotaged is when someone who is in a primary care position, someone who is viewed by you, by the breastfeeding diet as an expert, doesn't have the same level of expert knowledge as an IBCLC and makes a suggestion without a full picture of what's going on. And when I say the entire picture needs to be looked at, these are some of the things that I'm talking about. We need to not only know what baby's current weight is, but we need to have an observation of a feeding. We need to have that observation of a feeding include a weighted feed. And this is something that is only within the scope of practice of an IBCLC, weighing a baby before feeding and after feeding to see how much milk they transferred. Within that observation, we're also doing a functional evaluation of baby's mouth. We're physically feeling how the tongue, the lips, the cheeks are moving when this baby is sucking as well as what their mouth and their lips and tongue and cheeks what they're doing when baby is not sucking we need to have both this visual of what's going on as well as that physical functional assessment including 
how much milk was transferred. Now that weighted feed is only going to tell us about that feed. It doesn't give us a full 24 hour picture of what's going on. But when we pair that with an observation of a feeding, a health history of both of you, a functional assessment, we can start to get a better idea of what's going on and create a plan to move forward and a plan that's going to actually reach your goals. Because if your goal is to exclusively provide your milk to your baby, then topping up just in case does get you into this, this cycle, this top up trap. And I'll talk a little bit more about that shortly. I also want to mention if you are wanting to use formula and combination feed, that's also entirely different. And it is something that works long-term. It is a decision that you can make with an IBCLC, but it's always important that you have the benefits and the risks and you're doing what feels right for you. You are doing what is going to make the most sense for your family and your baby. It's your body, it's your baby, it's your goals. So when I was stuck in this top-up trap, it had to do with triple feeding, and that's also uh, an entirely separate episode is what that will be, but it's basically where my baby would feed at the breast. We would then provide a supplement of either, uh, well, in that situation, it was formula, and then I would then pump to create more milk, um, and we would basically be doing this after most of the feedings. So that's triple feeding. But today I'm talking about the top-up trap. So the first time that I did this with my firstborn, I was not a lactation consultant then, and I was instructed to give him formula, but and it was by a professional, but there was a lot of pieces missing from the bigger picture. Um, however, we did give him some formula after feeding, and then he slept a little bit longer, so then, of course, I felt like he wasn't eating enough. And at the time, I really didn't know that the advice that I was being given was actually creating a few problems. So he slept a little bit longer for a few reasons. Formula is digested very different from human milk. There are two main proteins called whey and casein. And whey to the whey to casein ratio in human milk is 60 to 40. So that means human milk is made up of more whey proteins, which are faster digesting. Whereas with formula, especially a cow's milk formula, the whey to casein ratio is actually just 20 to 80. So 80% of those proteins are casein protein, a much slower digesting protein. So this is one reason that babies can sleep a little bit longer. Um, in my situation, as I'm sharing my personal story, uh, he was, he being my son, was actually being overfed. The amount that I was told to supplement him with after feedings was never actually changed. I didn't really have a customized plan moving forward. So as I did start to increase my supply through pumping and my son did start to consume more breast milk, he was essentially still getting that same volume of formula. And because he was a newborn, he had an incredibly strong desire and need to suck. It's very normal of newborns. They have high needs to suck because it is also soothing. It helps them regulate. And so he would drink the formula top-up bottle anyways, even if he wasn't super hungry because of that innate desire and need to suck. The reason that it also happened is because I was not taught proper bottle feeding etiquette, which is paste bottle feeding, something else that can be an entirely 
different episode, but I'll link some information on that in the show notes. But as, as I've been sharing, I, there was a few things sort of working against us. So he would kind of, he'd go a little bit longer before he would cue that he was hungry. The next feeding wasn't as great. I would top up again and the cycle basically continued. And when you're doing that, especially without any guidance, it can start to affect your milk supply because not as much milk is being removed. And if you don't have a plan forward, you're in this exhausting cycle that you don't know how to get out of. And what ultimately can happen is I have seen milk supplies, milk production start to decline. So supply is going down. You know, mom doesn't know what's happening or why it's happening, thinking, you know, my supply is just slowly disappearing. But it has to do with the way that baby's being supplemented if you don't have an IBCLC lactation consultant on your team and you don't actually have a plan to move forward. So, you know, before before you and before you go to top your baby up just in case, if you're not sure, meet with a lactation consultant. Because, you know, find out if you really need to top up because there are there's many different things that we consider and these are so some of the things that I assess when I'm helping out a parent in this situation is, you know, is your baby swallowing while they're feeding at breast? If they are, what does that look like? How long does it happen? Are they swallowing a little bit and then they just quickly fall asleep? How is your baby's weight gain? We, depending on how old they are, we also use diaper count as a really good, reliable indicator for breast milk intake. So we'd want to look at that. We want to look at how breastfeeding is going overall. Is it comfortable? Is it enjoyable? Does your baby have any challenges with latching? All of these things are important pieces of information. Is your baby waking on their own to feed? Is your baby cluster feeding? You know, depending on the age of your baby, they might be cluster feeding, which would then be a normal biological thing that should be happening, which will be beneficial for your milk production. But it's also something we need to factor in in the situations of topping up just in case. Because if you have a two-week-old who's cluster feeding, but waking is going well, diaper output has been appropriate, they're waking on their own to feed, there's no concerns around how baby's feeding, but you just have a cluster feeding baby and you, you're you not aware that this is biologically appropriate and you just add a little bit extra just in case, this is when we can start to run into challenges with overall milk production. So, so much needs to be considered and, and even more beyond this list actually needs to be considered. So if you are in a situation like this, I promise you there is support. You can find yourself a highly skilled IBCLC to support you and make that plan to move forward to reach your unique infant feeding goals. So I have, I will have it linked in the show notes, a few ways that you can find an IBCLC. And I will also link how you can get in touch with me because I'm also able to support you if you're finding yourself in a situation like that. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It would be amazing if you would rate and review this podcast, screenshot you listening to this episode and tag me at motherhood blooms lactation and share it with as many expecting and breastfeeding moms as you can. You will help make such a difference in their lives. If you need extra support, just DM me on Instagram at motherhood blooms lactation and I'll be in touch.